0: If you have your Bibles with you tonight, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 1, and I'm going to be bouncing around to several different passages and highlighting Scripture and the significance of of what's taken place this Christmas night 2,000 years ago. And my message tonight is called The Greatest Exchange, The Lamb of God. And I'll unpack What that means and what that looks like, you'll see as that unfolds. But in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, an angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream. And this angel tells Joseph this this is verse 21 Mary, she will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people. From their sin. This name, Jesus, means God our Savior or God who saves. This name given to this child is because he will save people from their sins. And a question you could ask is well, how is he going to do that? How will he save people from their sins? This past month, we've been walking through a series called The Gift Exchange. And I talked about how we bring bring to him things that are really of, of no worth, no value, and yet he pours out these gifts to us. For instance, the first message I gave was about how we bring to him our worry and our anxiety and he gives us peace. And I talked about how we bring to him our grief and he gives us joy and Just this last Sunday, I said that we bring to Him our despair and He gives us hope. But the greatest exchange that God could ever do in our life is if we bring our sin to Him and He gives us His righteousness. That is the greatest exchange that could ever take place in your life. 2 Corinthians 5.21, the Bible tells us that God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. In other words, God made Jesus put on the sin struggle, take that upon himself on the cross so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. Essentially what that means is because of what Jesus Christ has done, you and I can be made right with God. In 2 Corinthians 8, the scriptures say, Though Jesus was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. This exchange that takes place, Jesus did this on the cross when he took upon our sin. And when he died for it, he paid the price for it. And he became this living sacrifice. The significance of this being a lamb and calling this message Lamb of God is to recognize that every single morning and evening in the Old Testament, a lamb was sacrificed in the temple for the sins of people. If you can just go back with me in that time frame, that means we would have sacrificed one this morning And they've sacrificed one tonight to cover the sins of people. Not to mention all the other sacrifices that you and I would have brought to the temple. And in Hebrews chapter 10, it explains to us that Jesus says to the Father, Here I am, I've come to do your will. What was God's will for Jesus? to die. The Bible says to be crushed. That was God's will for Jesus and you can even see in the garden when Jesus begins to sweat because of the the intensity of the situation and knowing what's about to happen to him. But then he says, Lord, if it be your will, I'll walk through this so that people could be set free. The Scriptures say, And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus once and for all. Day after day every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Remember, the in the morning and in the evening, sacrificing this lamb. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest, that is Jesus, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And in verse 14, it says, For by one sacrifice... Jesus has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Did you know that you were bought at a price? You were bought at a price. 1 Peter 1 says that you're bought not by perishable things like silver and gold, that you were redeemed from this empty way of life. You're redeemed from that empty way of life because of the precious blood of Christ, and the Bible calls him a lamb without blemish or defect. The Bible references Jesus like a lamb. Maybe you've heard that expression before, lamb of God, but to understand the significance, it's because he was going to be sacrificed. Sacrificed. Jesus had a cousin by the name of John, John the Baptist, not to be confused with the guy who wrote the book of John, okay? And there's a reason why I'm differentiating these two, and you'll see in a moment. In the book of John, chapter 1, he writes about how Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist, speaks when he sees Jesus coming, and John says, behold, behold. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then the next day, Jesus walks by John the Baptist again. And John is there with his disciples. And he says again, Behold the Lamb of God. It was prophetic. He knew what Jesus came to to do for you and for me, to take upon the sin of the world. This Christmas season, it's more than a child. It's a lamb, and it's the lamb of God. Behold the lamb of God. I want to show this video for you guys.
1: Behold the lamb of God who takes away our sin. Broken heart, heart. broken fallen heart. Falling, falling.
2: See
0: this is the real deal here folks Ah. (laughs) Ah. behold the lamb of God Ah. I wanted to bring in a live lamb to be able to help sorta hit the point that this was more than just a child born like maybe any other child that was born that night, but that this was the Lamb of God. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) But to think of the significance that when Mary was holding that child, and to know that this child, this Ah. angel, this angel told my husband, he's... He's going to take away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God. This was a big deal. This was a very big deal. When the Lamb Lamb of God came to this earth. Trent, I'm going to have Trent take him away. But as he does so, I want you guys to just imagine with me right now for just a moment that I'm I'm the father in heaven and I'm now going to send my son the lamb to this earth and imagine this sanctuary is heaven and he leaves heaven to go to earth and Isaiah 53 the bible says that he was led like a lamb to the slaughter. The reason Jesus came to this earth was to save people from their sin, but he knew it meant being slaughtered like a lamb. That John, I spoke of earlier, not John the Baptist, but the one who wrote the book of John, also wrote Revelation. And in chapter 5, John says, Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. He's seeing Jesus. That's who he's writing about. And then he says, The four living creatures in 24 elders fell down before the Lamb and they, they all said you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation and then in verse 12 is the Lamb that was slain worthy He is worthy. The Lamb is worthy. And a question that I would have for you tonight Do you find his worth something to be valued? Because this is incredibly significant. Incredibly significant. John would later write this in the book of Revelation. He speaks of what's called the Lamb's book of life. The Lamb's book of life. The Bible says that nothing impure will ever enter into the city of God, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life the book of life has names that are written in it. And Revelation 20 says if anyone's name is not found written in this book, they're thrown into the lake of fire. That's heavy. But I think it should speak to the significance of the Lamb. And why He came and the reason why it's the greatest exchange you could ever make in your life because when Jesus came to this earth it was to save you and redeem you from the fire of hell do you find worth in that is there value to that in your life I want to finish with a little child song I'm not going to sing it but I'm going to give you the words Mary had a little lamb and I look at the words and I just think man the significance and how that that's just like the heart of God Mary had a little lamb his fleece was white as snow and everywhere that Mary went the lamb was sure to go Mary had a little lamb. He was born on Christmas Day. She laid him in a manger bed to sleep upon the hay. Why do I love this precious lamb? What reason can there be? The answer is quite plain to me. It's because he first loved me. He came to give us joy and peace and to take away our sin. So when he knocks on your heart's door, be sure to let him in. Be sure to let him in. I want to be very, very, very clear about something tonight. Christmas is an amazing time to get with family and friends and share love and laughter and joy. But the reality of life is this. There are people that We know, and there's maybe even people listening right now, that you don't have a right relationship with God. And you can go through the whole Christmas season and feel blessed, but it could all be in vain because you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've not made that greatest exchange Where you said, I'm going to give him my sin and I'm going to receive his righteousness. We want to extend that invitation to all of you tonight. That if you've not, by faith, made that exchange, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. Will you bow your heads with me as we pray together? Father, we thank you so much for this lamb that you sent from heaven to be the perfect sacrifice for the payment of sin. This is a gift that's been given, but it needs to be received by each person. You will not force this relationship, you give us free will. And tonight, perhaps there's someone listening that they've not made this exchange ever in their life. And if you're listening to my words right now, and you know you need to get your heart right with God, I ask that you'd pray with me in your heart. Simply say, Jesus, tonight... I want to make that exchange where I give you the sin, the mess the things that I'm I'm doing that I know are wrong tonight I I give that to you and I ask that you'd come and you'd make my right my heart right with you so forgive me of my sin And I'd ask that you'd come and you'd live in my heart. And walk with me and guide me. And I thank you for this gift of salvation. Now with every head bowed and eye closed, perhaps someone just prayed that prayer of salvation with me right now. And I just simply want to ask that you'd acknowledge that with me by simply lifting your hand up and then putting it right back down. If you prayed that prayer with me tonight, would you just lift your hand? Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you. Father, I thank you for these hearts that are leaning in to salvation. Father, I pray that you would make this real in their life. And I thank you so much for sending your Son to save us from sin. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Would you stand with us as we sing together Silent Night. Will you bow your heads with me as we pray? Father, we thank you so much for your grace and your goodness in our life. And thank you for the provision of salvation. Thank you for every home that is represented here tonight. I pray for a special blessing over them this Christmas season. Guide us and lead us and use us for your kingdom. And we thank you for this. And we thank you for the Lamb of God in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas.